Welcome to Pen and Pad Podcast, where above all else, we creatively illustrate and discuss inspired matters of the heart. For love informs us that all we do in life flows from it. What and where is your heart posture and conditioning? Is his word inscribed on your heart? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. This is the saddest part of the season. Uh oh. You know what I mean? The the season finale. I don't get to see y'all again. Here already. And I remember writing this song, man. I think I wrote it last week. Um, it's what I write. It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> Was that me or boys the men? But who cares? It's, it's another Friday. It's the season finale. Shit, yes. shit, shit. Happy Friday with Pen and Pad Podcast. And you already know what to do. Log on to www.penandpadpodcast.com. We're on all social media platforms, all podcast platforms. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And share with how many people, Breeze? Mm, I'm thinking like maybe one, two, three million. I mean, whatever. Three million people uh, you know, is generous. That's a lot of people <laughs> you know, on the New York street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Pudge, where can they get this, this, this fine merch? The fine merch at www.penandpadpockets.com. Oh, my God. And like we said, this is a special season finale because guess yes. where we pulled up? I said it yeah. seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New York. Yes, we did. How you York, spell New York? York? Okay. How you spell New York? Capital N. Oh, my God. <laughs> E-W. Mm-hmm. Capital Y. Jesus. O-Ork. Ork. <laughs> I never, I think Ork like is somewhere that. in between like R-S-T. It's somewhere in there. In there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Yo, why were we walking so far for so long for something that was around the corner from our hotel? Yeah. We did like, I mean, like 20 minutes. We were looking for specifics. We were looking for authentic tacos because so. me and yeah. Pudge were really hungry so like yeah. and all we could tacos. think about was tacos yeah I was kind of mad because y'all didn't get pizza with me but no, pizza got Mexicano, like come on <laughs> I know we in New York you gotta get I your know, pizza I know but like you can get uh-huh. pizza any other time we just got here we all was starving and all I'm, you wanted was pizza I'm gonna get we Chick-fil-A later you know what I mean try to we balance know. my diet we out know. a little bit there you go you know what I mean but look man look like we said this is pen and pad pull up New York City this is the first First uh, of its kind, really, because we, yeah. we never traveled outside of Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Breeze from Philly, Pudgy from Jersey. Yeah, Why you say Jersey like that, oh, huh? Bad, bro. Uh, I, uh, I y'all hear that out there? I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, we we stepped outside our comfort zone, and I'm I'm happy. I'm happy yeah, we're out here. It. We actually talked about it and made it happen. Yes, you know what I mean. It's one small step. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to complete it. What is it? One small step for man? What they say? Yes, one small small step You know what I'm man. talking about. You paid yeah, attention in class. But yeah, man, like this is this is um it means a lot to us. It's very valuable. Mm-hmm. But let's get to it. Look, all season we've been talking about matters of the heart. You know, you could go back and listen to the top of season seven, but we have six more seasons before that. How many seasons we got before yeah. that, Breeze? How you say it? I was about to say how you say it in Spanish too. Beach too. Yeah, but we've been talking about matters of the heart, man, and getting your heart condition right, man. So all season, if you've been listening, we have this segment called Heart Check. You know, just checking in with one another, just seeing what condition our heart is in right now. Is it in good condition, bad condition, or you just don't know? Make sure you always do this with yourself. We recommend it. Uh, your close family, friends. Mm-hmm. Anybody you care about, really, mm-hmm. don't don't just assume people are 
uh, okay. Right. You know what I mean? Just because they have a smile on their face. So with that being said, heart check, man. Who who want to check, check. in? How, how's your heart? How's your heart over uh, there, P? Heart check outside of the city. Outside, you know, we uh, know uh, Pudge has uh, low blood pressure. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he eats well, so I think his heart's in pretty good condition. I try to eat some fruit and, you know what I mean, get my blood sugar up and all that. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, heart check, uh, New York. Um, heart's in a good place, man. I'm excited. Uh, I'm definitely it, this being a season finale. I'm ex- excited for the new chapter, new beginnings going into season eight, and um, happy I'm here for the first time with my dogs recording outside of you know what I'm saying our usual spot. So dope. I love it, man. My heart's in a good place. I'm happy I'm with my dogs. I like that. Go to me. You want me? I don't think I can go on after this because Pudge that was is very done. sentimental. Yeah, that's <laughs> bro. My bad. You know what I mean? Season finale, you know? I'm crying under the sheets. Yeah. You know? It looks like they're getting a little foggy. Little they do fog. look a little foggy. Caught. <laughs> you want to go breezy? Yeah, no, like, I'm in a good place too. Heart check is good. You know what I'm saying? Um, once, like Pudge said, we here. We made a plan. We decided to come do it, so I'm good with that. And I mm-hmm. think that we got many more seasons to come, so I'm good. And Love I'm not it. at work, so I'm actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. That's good. always a plus. Good. Yeah, same here, man. My heart, my heart is in a a good place. You know me, I was hype all week and hype for the last two weeks. You know yeah. what I mean about this, but uh, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely an accomplishment to to build off of, man. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm excited about for for us as a team, and you know just to break through a couple barriers that's that's been in our way. But mm-hmm. we're good. Three goods in a row. Ah. Oh my God, three. We're the, all in a good going. place. Huh? Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. But. You know, I want to clarify for the season finale, right? Mm-hmm. I want to describe what the heart actually is. Hey. Right? You see it on our, our logos, hey. the, the the polo. Right. Breeze got the T. Pudgy got the hoodie. But let's let's. I'm gonna lay out what the heart actually is. Right. I know nice. Nice. people have different definitions, but here on pen and pad, this is the definition we know. Mm-hmm. Right. So the the heart, especially spiritually, is it's our will. It encompasses our mind, our consciousness, our emotions, uh, our understanding. Like it's mm-hmm. it's our soul. You know, it's something we really got to protect and and value and things of that nature. Absolutely. So I like what we were saying during heart condition. Like, what place is your heart in? Because for this segment, that's what it's actually called: heart's place. Mm. Right. And I have four places. I listed four places, four residencies of where people's hearts can be. And people out there, listen, we we got our own definition in the way of doing things. You know, you know, people going to try to, you know, <laughs> how come it can't be this? How come it is? Because it's not. You know, like, yeah, that's it. It's just not. This is ours. It's been in bad. Right. Here, right? So it's, it's four places mm-hmm. that the heart can be. Right. The four places are where your heart can reside. Home. All right, we're going to paint the picture. Your heart can reside in a home, prison, Mm. a tomb or a grave, Mm. or your heart could be on the street. You could be homeless, wandering. Right? We're just painting the picture. Just painting the picture. All right? So we're going to start with home. And this is how we can describe home when it comes to the heart. 
what they say about home is what? Where the uh, heart home is where the heart is. Um, you know, and we also get the definition. Home is, you know, the place where one lives permanently. So it's a, in a good, comfortable place. This is where true love resides, right? Mm. You know, the place of that you have freedom and, you know, peace and rest. The home, home is where God is, the OG, hey. right? You know, God is love. He is the, 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 the foundation, the structure. He's the example. Absolutely. Right? of love and protection so we're also going to describe love too everybody has their definitions like we said but we're laying the groundwork for you mm -hmm. just you know for people who are curious and searching and things of that nature to really uh know what it is and um be able to have a foundation going forward mm. right so what is love so i'm gonna give you the spiritual aspect and i'm gonna ask y'all about the mental and physical right so nice. basically you know what is love love is patient Right, love is kind. It's, it's not envious. It doesn't boast. Right, it doesn't dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not selfish. Mm. It's not easily angered. Keeps no record of wrongs. Mm. Right, does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always trusts, hopes, preserve, and never fails. Hey. We fail, but love never fails. Our choices Dope. fail, but we Fact. love never fails. Truth, mm. truth, right. Truth. Our decisions fail. But love does not. Love remains the same, perfect. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's that's the, the groundwork. That's the spiritual what is love. So I wanted to ask Kay, right? So when we're talking about physical love, right? What is love in your opinion? Like, how is love shown? How is it displayed? What does it look like to you in your opinion? Physically, though. I gave okay. the spiritual version. Mm -hmm. Now give your, your side of uh, physical love. Okay. Um, I think but also, it depends on just who the love is coming from and wh what relationship it is. Mm -hmm. So I would say when it comes from like family, maybe parenting, things of that nature, um, you know, from the beginning of time, a child is bonds with their parents through touch and, mm -hmm. you know, connection. So I think that touch is a good um, form of love, um, understanding, communication, when you're, been a you're able to express yourself to people that you care about and that mm -hmm. they, you know, get where you're coming from. Patience, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like when it comes to like a significant other, um, I also believe that it is touch and communication, but I also think that it includes intimacy and mm -hmm. not just like physical intimacy, mm -hmm. just like emotional intimacy. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I think that like, you know, you require both from um, both, you know, relationships. You require the uh, touch and the understanding and the communication. Mm -hmm. But then I just believe that like once you go to a different level with somebody else that's outside of family and you are in a, a relationship, I think that like intimacy is really important and just get, mm. going deeper with each other and just always seeing your partner. I think. That. Hey, oh, I like that. Hey, I like hey. that. Brisa, uh -huh. you meaning to tell me. <laughs> You're meaning to tell me intimacy is in, I said intimacy. Intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not intimacy. <laughs> but intimacy is not just sex. You're telling me that, Breeze? Oh my God. I'm just can finding this out it? today. What can is going down? So can you explain that emotional intimacy? What is that? What, what is that? Um, pretend you know, like, like I don't know. That's my, <laughs> for the people, for the people. That's my intimate voice. Pretend like. Well, you know our favorite word is vulnerable. Being vulnerable, mm -hmm. letting somebody be word, yeah. vulnerable with you, peeling back the layers, and not and not judging them for what they're expressing to you. Like understanding them. You know what I'm saying. And once you understand mm -hmm. them, then you can give enough feedback to be able to like at least guide them in a direction 
to just know like, okay, I hear you, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe you, this is a place where you can grow. And they'll be willing to grow because they feel vulnerable with you and they know that you have their best interests at heart. So okay. they, they won't get defensive. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you get intimate with each other, you can tell each other the truth and there's no, there's no defense. I like oh. that Pudge You, uh, you like got that. something over there You know oh, Well she just broke down Sound like love is a real safe place I like that Sheesh It should be Absolutely <laughs> I like that too Breeze I like Stuff that So you know Breeze's take on the, the physical form of what, what love is So Pudge I wanted to go to you Like what is love Like mentally Breeze oh. Tapped into it But Mental Mental That's a good one. Yeah um, like, In like, your opinion like, Yeah what is I feel it? like with the um, With the fruits uh, the mental I feel like love Real love provides peace Mentally mm-hmm. You know what I mean Like It doesn't, doesn't mean Everything's going smooth Doesn't mean Everything's going perfect But it just means That when we're Expressing ourselves With those um, Fruits of love Like patience Kindness You know what I mean Not being selfish um, Self control All those things It really does Provide that mental space That's like Yo Despite the up and downs of life, mm-hmm. there's still the stability here that you can still have joy. You can still have the uh, the, the peace and stuff. So I feel like it, it really starts, you know, the spirit and the, uh, and the mind kind of intertwine. So like, mm. I feel like that's really, and like you said, to break the definition of heart is the mind, the soul. So the mind is very important because that's also what gets attacked the most, like our minds. Mm. You know what I mean? So the mm-hmm. mental, so... I feel like when you can understand and grasp the concept of love mentally, mm-hmm. it really it's it's a dope foundation to have to express it to other people. Hmm, I like that. And then, like I said, you know, we're still talking about the heart and the heart's mm-hmm. resin residency in the home, everything we talked about just now. But, you know, love can also make you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Right? It could definitely make you feel safe to the point where it's just like, oh, I'm right. good. I'm resting right. in in my my partner or or love or with wherever I'm at. Mm-hmm. But um, I believe that love continues to grow from my mm. my standpoint. You know, even though you you feel safe and. You know, want to reside in one place. I feel like it continues to grow. So, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to ask you this, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I heard this a lot. You know, growing growing up, you know, social media, entertainment, and stuff like that. Do you believe when you hear these words like love changes? Does love actually change, Ooh, or do people change? Ah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, what y'all think? Love, love itself love doesn't change. change. Mm-hmm. People, people change, but love itself, it's so, I believe it's such a, it's such a full and whole thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's so, so complete that we as humans, that's something that we have to grow into and learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So love itself is like way up here. It's the standard. It's the blueprint. And we have to grow and walk and learn into it on this journey here. You know what I'm saying? So I believe love doesn't change, but we change either for the good or bad, unfortunately, sometimes. What you think, Breezy? I mean, as much as I hate to admit this, um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, love, love don't really, love doesn't change. People change, mm. and and the reason why I say this is because you know, if you think about the amount of times you've been in love in life, mm-hmm. you know, 
you fall in love again and you, you embrace it again, it might take people longer times to go back into it. But if you think about the people that you've been with that you actually love, like mm-hmm. you, all, people always say, oh, I got love for them, but I'm not in love with them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you hear you you that term good. so oh, much. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? So it's like, I, yeah, so I feel like the, the reason why you're not in love with them is because you change you change and they change. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. you're not in love with them like clearly, but there's always this love for them. Like it's mm-hmm. not like I mean, unless there was some like burning of a car or like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless, unless there was some extreme <laughs> some stuff extreme where he's like, I just cannot yeah. love yeah. this person anymore. Yeah. Like there's like, unless there was some extreme stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I'm like, yeah, somebody hurts your feelings or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, you relationships are never some of them don't end off well nine times out of ten the breakup is not great it's not an agreeable thing so it's like all right, you know I still care about this person but Mm -hmm. you don't forget the memories you had or nothing like that but like Mm -hmm. yeah the love has changed because you and them have changed so yes Mm. the love has not changed because I don't think you could just flush somebody out your system like I said unless it's some real extreme thing (laughs) uh you know what I'm Ooh, saying? Like, there's always yeah. there's a there's always like an energy that. for that. Like, that's a good one. I mean, but okay, we could go into somewhere, yeah, else, but yeah, I'm not yeah, going yeah. there. I know, but anyway, I know. No, no, you know no, no, what I'm saying? But you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah, you could be like yeah, I, I think I still care about that person. Like, I mean, I I wish them the best and everything like that. But yeah, the love's not the same because we're not the same anymore. So, mm, sort of people. That's a good one. You know what I mean? Look, look, let's go to the next uh place where your heart can be. You know what I mean? That was that was the home. That was a little snippet of the home. We gave you some uh, tidbits there where your heart can actually be. That's just the home, just think of it as a, a healthy place of love for for your heart, a healthy standing, Ooh. healthy residency for your heart. So the next place listed is prison. Is your heart Yikes. In the prison, does your heart feel like a prison? Like it's staying inside the prison, right? You know, everybody know what a prison is, mm-hmm. right? I'll give you the definition. <laughs> Break it down. Because I like Break looking up, brother. Webster's. <laughs> I don't think Not you need wet-y. Webster's for that definition, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll let you go ahead and You know what I mean? So, of course, like, you know, I always get the definition. Prison, you know, a building in which people are legally held as a punishment for a crime they've committed or awaiting trial. Ooh. You like how I said trial? We know. That was, was kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? Now we know going. <laughs> and, and that was the noun verb, but the verb is in prison. In prison, right? So the prison Jeez. will represent this picture. Everything opposite of love. Mm. <laughs> Everything. Captivity. Opposite, opposite of love. Yeah, captivity and imprisonment. Mm. All of that, okay. Gotcha. The home is the safe place, and this is the place where you don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, Pudge, mm-hmm. if you wouldn't mind pulling out your paintbrush uh-huh. and painting a picture for the people, oh, I'm gonna give you two words, and I just want you to paint this on the canvas. Okay. You think? Pudge Hopefully, I can. Life and breeze. Uh, he gonna have to take his glasses off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Pudge, Go these two words. Paint night. These two words, bro. <laughs> imprisoned heart. What Ooh. what comes to mind when you hear imprisoned Ooh. heart? Sheesh. We said what the heart was earlier. Mm-hmm. You hear the word imprisoned. Mm-hmm. Now combine them two together. Just paint it. It don't, yeah. it don't matter. Whatever comes imprisoned to mind. Heart. Um, imprisoned heart. Yeah. Off top, what, what came to mind is like visually, I seen like a heart um, that was like strapped down mm-hmm. to like to like whether a seat or bed or some type of. Um, 
place, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know how, like, sometimes they, like, try to restrict people that might be acting, like, ballistic, and mm-hmm. they're trying to get them to control themselves before they take them in, either to the ER or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I see visually. I see that visually. Um, and I also see, like, the cause of it is things that were traumatizing the lies that mm-hmm. got them to the point of, like, yo, I'm in prison not by true love, but I'm imprisoned by lies. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm imprisoned by hurt. I'm imprisoned by uh, maybe people saying it was love, but it wasn't love. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what causes, what leads to the imprisonment is like people operating in a realm where uh, they intentionally went into like wanting love, but it actually did more damage because it wasn't they weren't operating the fruits that you mentioned in the beginning. Nice. That's 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 the the picture with, with that word. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Pudgy Picasso. She <laughs> gave me the paint. You know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, is your heart in this place? How did your heart get here? Right? Mm. Like, what what did you do to get here, or what did somebody else do mm. to put you in this place, this imprisoned place, the place where you? don't feel free you feel captive and somebody else is always telling you what to do how to love how to feel mm. right you you know your choices is kind of uh, I wouldn't say gone but it's almost like they take mm. part of your freedom with the 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 lies and deception and illusion mm-hmm. manipulation and things yeah. of that nature like yeah. you know what I mean what they say in prison for real I ain't never been there thank you <laughs> Like mama. <laughs> but uh, what they say, I saw them like, what What are you in here for? Mm. But, but Breeze, how do people get to this place? Do you think people can actually be born like with imprisoned hearts? No. How do they get to How do they get here? How do they get in this residency? How do we get here? Um, I think it's pretty much like, I think it's a combination of both. I don't think it's, when you asked if it was a combination of who, what, how did you get here? Like taking it is like, what is your responsibility and how you got here mm-hmm. or who mm-hmm. caused you to get here? Right. I think that what it, what happens is it's a combination of both us and the person. I think that when you, you love somebody, you sort of like let your guard down. So you're just like, all right, you know, you, you allow a lot of things to filter through because mm-hmm. you are, you're in love. But I also do believe that they can show you a person that they're not, tr- that they aren't truly. And I think there's a, a level of confusion that happens. You have you come to a battle with your heart, like who you are f- emotionally. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I do love, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm wholehearted, and I want to give this person my love, mm-hmm. and I do love them, and I. And sometimes you just can't help it. It's just like one of those things, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like an addiction. Sometimes you just can't help it, mm-hmm. and um, and then and so you are like, well, I, I don't know what to do with these emotions, but the person obviously has fed you something that made you believe that it was okay to let your guard down and be like that. Uh, so you've been deceived and now you're ooh, already you're already in too session. deep. You've been deceived and you're in too deep. Yikes. So it's, it's a combination of things and you just, it's not something that you can just like switch off. So mm. I think a lot of people tend to be like, well, you could just like, you know, you, yeah, you can walk away from it, from it and figure out ways that you can try to wean mm-hmm. yourself off of that. Mm-hmm. But like, so just you know, like be like it's gonna switch off yeah. like a light switch. It's just it's not it's not easier real. said than yeah, done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? especially so, for the individual that's yeah. actually operating from love, from the true love, yeah, and not the person yeah, that's, that's being deceptive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yikes. So, 
I, I believe that, like, you know what I'm saying? You should definitely try to, like, get away from that when you know it's deceptive. Try your best to figure out a way to get out of it and not stay in it. But I feel like sometimes people just stay in it because, like, it, it is a level of confusion that's, like, I mean, it's a little bit unexplainable. Let's yeah. just be real Let with the it. Bowl it's like, <laughs> it is. That's, that's real. You wanted to, you you had something to say about that, bro? I just like what you said earlier about like you, you mentioned something about um what you said. You said like it kind of confuses people from making choices too, mm-hmm. and 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 that what resonated with me was that it's like that makes sense because love itself is a choice. Mm-hmm. So if 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 someone is complicating or confusing my choice making or a situation I'm in or something I've been through is confusing uh, my choice making, that's definitely gonna affect your love because love is a choice. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to add that because that was dope. That was perfectly added, bro. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, I got some I got some bad news for y'all too. Uh-uh. Oh God. You know what I mean? Your heart got checked in. You know what I mean? They took the little pictures where you turn from the front side. <laughs> your heart. Heart's got a number. They gave you they gave you your uh little jumpsuit and oh, your skippies. Man. You know what I mean? You got orange joints. Now you go into the cell, right? <laughs> and you gotta it's a couple bunk mates in there you gotta deal with mm. inside the imprisoned heart right mm. the first one is love imposter Ooh. love imposter yikes the love imposter is in there for fraud <laughs> <laughs> using using love in vain mm. the tender swindler yeah, the <laughs> tender swindler oh well, man Pudge what does it mean to Jeez. use love in vain Ooh, that's a that's a loaded question right there. I'm sorry, brother. No, that's a good or one. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> to use love in vain. Yeah. Um, sadly, I feel like this is something that is actually in our society and culture done more than we think. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like we say here, like God is love, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the fruits of that, and the patience, kindness, all the stuff that we mentioned, right? The fruits of the spirit, and. I feel like love in vain is pretty much love being titled, something being titled love, but it's not done in those, in that spirit of fruit. You know what I mean? So even if you take, take, take the element of, of God out of it, as far as the definition, because everyone might be at a different place spiritually on their journey. But even if you just, the fruits, like if, the way someone is acting towards you, they're saying they saying they love you, but there's no patience for them. There's no self-control. There's no kindness. There's no, you know what I'm saying? It's not providing none of them fruits. Something you're doing is not really a love. Because if, you rock, if you're rocking in love, it's going to encompass all that. Now, even if, what's dope about that is even if they do do something mm-hmm. out of misunderstanding, mm-hmm. love corrects it quick. Cause you just had the conversation like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you just had the conversation communicate mm-hmm. so I feel like love in vain is anything that someone puts that title of love on but it's not really you're not really operating in the fruits of the spirit so it's like generic brand cereal Ooh. <laughs> like, not, not, not the fruity it's, it's, like, it's like grape juice but it's only 5% juice from the time like <laughs> Like, it's not Yo, real. I, I don't understand. I'd be like, what is, is this not, what is, what's it's that? not juice? Right. What's the, it's 5% juice. What is the rest what's of the it? Rest of not fruity pebble, fruity <laughs> diamonds. 
<laughs> fruit like, drink. Why my fruity yeah, pebbles taste just, like kicks? It just says beans. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's beans. No, it's not. There's no way it's beans. <laughs> like, daddy, this ain't the right thing. Shut up. Yesterday, it's the same thing. No, it's, it's, it's not, gonna bro. It's going to taste the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh that's my good. God. That's fair. <laughs> Yo, let's let's meet some more of your cellmates, right? Oh no. Good morning. Yeah, the the manipulator, the yes. the, the puppet masters, mm. the narcissist. Mm. That's another person inside the imprisoned heart. Mm. You may be one, or you may have dealt with somebody like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? But accountability is the first step mm. to knowing if you're one or not. That's Check true. yourself. Very true. Check your heart. You, if you're a narcissist, you do not know you're one. Maybe a wow, right? From your perspective, though, Breeze, what what makes a narcissist so dangerous when it comes to your heart or their heart? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like a how loving you put relationship, that. Yeah. right? Like you that. you could do either or, right? Okay, but what I'll... makes them so dangerous and a harm to themselves and others? Um, I think that's crazy because I was watching a series the other day and it he he was a purity narcissist in his relationship mm. and when you say what it makes them dangerous to other people i'll say what makes them dangerous to other people is gaslighting like mm. they they can't they tend to always want to make the other person seem crazy when there's a logical reason why that person is upset or why mm-hmm. that person's hurt and explaining mm-hmm. where they're coming from and i feel like they narcissists try to find a way to be like oh, you know like Find a way to blame you or back put put themselves in a position where they're a victim. I'm like, well, I didn't understand, you know. And and I feel like when if you're having confusion, like if there's confusion when you're having a disagreement with somebody, that's mm-hmm. a problem. And I, and I'm not saying when I say confusion, not disagreement. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. True. I can disagree. You can point. disagree with me, and I can disagree with you. But if I understand where that disagreement is coming from, uh, if I go, you know what? Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know you seen it like that. I didn't know that you took it like that. Right. Then I can make myself go okay I can see it from this perspective but if I am in complete awe of what you're saying to me like I've been slapped in the face like I cannot understand at all where this is coming from and why you're taking it down this road when we were like on A and now we're all the way on Z (laughs) and then I just feel exhausted after the conversation (laughs) that's a problem you know what I'm saying like that's that's not true communication you know what I'm saying and for me I can only speak for myself like once a conversation starts to go like, like I started to be like well this is spinning out of control like I'm exhausted then I'm like nah something's not right and then I and I have to take a step back from the situation like now I don't even want to have <clears throat> this conversation anymore because I, I think I need to go back and regroup mm-hmm. that's a lot y'all you know what I'm saying like I need to regroup right now about what just happened yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying and and if I bring something to your attention and your like immediate response is to blame me or play victim like if I bring something mm. especially in like a calm manner because I really you know tried I tried, I tried to do something like alright I just want to have a conversation man. with you about something trips. or whatever you know is if somebody starts to get like weird about mm. it that's when I'm just like nah <laughs> <laughs> something Smart. ain't right nah. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I like that though that's a great breakdown yeah. uh, but you also ask how do they do it for themselves oh yeah they, yeah, pro- yeah. they, they want to protect themselves a narcissist wants mm. to protect themselves. They can never come off as the bad mm. person because that just it's not who their character is. It's not who they've been portraying to people. Yes. They have to continue to put up this role and this, you know, this persona. Yeah, so persona. they fight hard for it. Yeah. And yeah. once again, like I was saying, the show that I was watching the other night, I had never seen somebody fight so hard for their persona that it was actually very scary. Um and and it mm. was and it was the thing about it was that, that people it was 
masses of people mm-hmm. telling him that he was this type of person mm-hmm. and that they saw him for who he was and mm-hmm. what he was pulling. Mm-hmm. And yet he denied it. Like it was like he was going to take it to his grave. And it was just like, wow, nobody sees you for this genuine person <clears throat> that you're trying to display. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, you know, there, there's points and situations where you're going to have haters and people, you mm-hmm. know, you might be the outcast, even though right. you might have a good heart. But I can tell you in this situation, that was that not was it. <laughs> not the case. And like, I just feel like I was like, wow, like, you mm-hmm. know, he just really didn't. He was gonna keep fighting Shit. that character that's, for that's like dang, to the end. That's even more worth. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It is. dangerous. Yeah. Sheesh. All right, we got two more cellmates. Uh oh. Deep in, and then prison hearts. Just two more. Just <laughs> we could go on and on and on. But do I still get to eat my cornbread? No, I think uh-huh. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the, the narcissist took it your yeah. <laughs> Took it before he even got to. Prison, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell you you took mine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this cellmate, right? So this cellmate has a, a hardened heart. Ooh. Right. It, it, this cellmate has a lot of um, unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know what we say about unforgiveness? Mm. Like taking poison, hoping for somebody else to die. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Stabbing somebody, stabbing yourself, waiting for somebody else to bleed. Mm-hmm. It's just not... This is not gonna happen, you know. No matter mm-hmm. how much we heard, we can't understand it. But um, yeah, people get to this place, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It could be their fault or no fault, no fault of their own, mm-hmm. right? But their their hearts got hardened over time, you Ooh. know. So you know, unforgiveness starts to produce that anger, the bitterness, you know, hatred, and, and things of that nature. So I want to ask you, Pudge, mm-hmm. how dangerous? Is unforgiveness Ooh. to yourself? Yikes! Because it really, honestly, yeah. you somebody could do something to you, be mad. Oh, every time you see him or hear right, his right. name, oh, this mother, you know what I'm saying? Hate this nigga, you know what I mean? Like, but they don't really do it. They don't care. They just going about their day. You know, their the action against you may have been wrong, but. They don't care. They're moving on. Yeah. But we we tend to harbor this. Like, like we said, some people know how to deal with it. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Right? We're all in different stages in life. But right. how dangerous is it to hold unforgiveness? Mm. How, I think yeah. I think it's extremely dangerous, actually. Because um, like we've been saying, like guarding your heart is not just protecting and guarding what you're bringing in. It's also um, guarding what you keep in. So I feel like when unforgiveness, you're keeping in things that we should be letting out during our healing process. So like, you know, unforgiveness leads to bitterness, it leads to not trusting. It leads to so many things that can block your future blessings and love to actually come. Mm-hmm. And that's why the heart gets hardened because, well, one of the ways the heart can get hardened is unforgiveness is because you're not providing the space for the healing to happen. So unforgiveness, I feel like it's extremely dangerous because like once you if you operate in that place, like it literally stunts um your growth and healing mm. process. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. And also, also with unforgiveness and I'm definitely go to you, Breeze. Um over time, like you said, it does it does hurt you, man. Mm-hmm. It, it continues to, you know, um cause pain. Mm. But Breeze, do you believe that 
since you know time passes days and weeks and months years you know you're holding this unforgiveness do you believe that people just get used to the pain and if so do you believe people just not just they become addicted to the pain almost like it's been with them for so long that they can't live without it at this point <clears throat> that's um, that's loaded. Yeah, she cleared the throat right. for that. You know, I always load them up like nachos. No, 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 no not nachos. I'm sorry. And I but, think I wanted some after this, but I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Pass right now. <laughs> I went um, too far. <laughs> no, what I'll say is, um, okay. So you said, do you think that people get used to the pain? Yeah, they like they get used to, to the, they get used to the pain, the pain or they get other. Yeah. Um, I don't think. I don't. How do I wait? I don't think pain is an addiction. I feel like it's one of those. I feel like it's one of those things. I guess that like make people. I guess, you know what? Maybe it is an addiction. It makes people mm. feel alive. It makes them feel something. And I just feel like. Um, I feel like when you hold on to pain, I just really feel like. Sorry to say this. I just really feel like it's an excuse to not. To not be happy, like, because what I feel like is like, there's so many good things that happen to you after that pain. And then this is me speaking from experience. So I'm, what mm-hmm. I'm saying is I'm not talking about anybody else's, whatever their pain is they're going through. I'm not saying it's their excuse. Mm-hmm. I'll say from this, from what I learned mm-hmm. is that when I was holding on to pain, I was losing out on a lot of things that were good happening to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say it was self-sabotage. That's what I'll say what it was. It was like, all right, I'm, I hadn't forgiven myself about something. Or I hadn't forgiven somebody else about something. So it was like, I'd be in a moment. That's real. I'd be in a moment That's where real. I was feeling really good. True. And I'd be like, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. And then I could go home that night and think about that bull that happened to me a few years ago. Wow. Or something, you know, that wow. like was still sticking with me. And, and what it That's took for awesome. me to be to be like, why are you, why? Why are you doing this? Like, you just had a good day or you just experienced something so beautiful. Like, how is how is this this keep coming up, keep coming up, keep coming up in your head that you have to deal with it? And also from people that I dealt, you know, dealt with friends or whatever, past relationships, they're like, I can still see when somebody's holding on mm. to something. Like, when somebody tells you they forgive you, but they don't really forgive, they, no. they bring it up in a, like a heated moment. Oh, that's oh, like forgiveness in vain. Yeah, I don't. I think that I think that's something that people really got to work on, and that's what I, I started working on. It was like if I couldn't really forgive that person, then maybe I needed more time away from them than what I thought I needed, mm, whether it was a real. friend or relationship. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, well, maybe I'm not ready. To, I haven't really forgiven you. Like you have to acknowledge that you can't tell somebody I forgive you, put the past behind us, and then you get the Thanksgiving dinner and you want to throw it on throw the it table. Oh man! You know what I'm saying? Like yes. you can't do like people. If you're gonna really forgive. You need to truly forgive. And if you're not ready to forgive, that is okay. If you're not yeah. ready for that person to be in your presence, that is okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. You got to yeah. get to the point where you are okay with having mm-hmm. that person in your presence or you're okay with never having them in your presence again. That's yeah. cool. So I feel like I feel like forgiveness for me is like, yeah, if I'm going to truly do it, then I'm going to do it. If I mm-hmm. can't, then I just have to be honest with myself mm-hmm. about that. I'm just not I'm not in that place to deal with this That's anymore. That's a good point. And I think another one to add on to that, like, and you can forgive and not have to yeah. deal yeah. with that person, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's yeah. cool, too. Like, because yeah. if you know, like, that person, based mm-hmm. on where they're at, is not going to be able to stop doing whatever it is that mm-hmm. hurt you, whatever it is, you can forgive them in boundary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope, Breeze. And uh, yeah, I like that, too. Like, like you said, like, people think forgiveness and you still got to go back to kicking it. How mm-hmm. y'all yeah. No, forgiveness, mm-hmm. man. Look, is, is, 
first of all, creating that boundary, like you said, but most importantly, letting go of that anger, the, the mm-hmm. bitterness, the, the hatred, that all of the pain that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, it's up to you if you still want to remember it, you know, what happened, but it's going to do nothing but to waste time for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stunt growth. But, um, mm. and another mm-hmm. thing, when Breeze was talking, I also wanted to say, you know, forgiveness is not always for the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to start. We got to also start forgiving ourselves on the inside because yes. we do things to ourselves and yes. make choices and decisions that mm. hurt yeah, ourselves right. and nobody yeah, else. That's true. That's true. That's you true. You know what I mean? Yeah, so start, start with forgiving yourself. As well, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you can't get mad at somebody else because they come in like, "Oh, I saw you cutting yourself. Let me cut you too." Hey, you cut me. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I just saw what you was doing, and I did the same thing. I don't forgive you. Like that's why mm. it's so important to heal that root, heal Great the inside it. first. Not always looking on the outside. That's, that's true. What we say. That's true. Great. You know what I mean? So the last selfie. I kind of feel bad for this person in the prison heart though, mm-hmm. because I feel like this person. Is has been framed mm. for a crime they didn't commit. You know, everybody said they don't do it in jail, but this person really, <laughs> <laughs> it was really a mistake, right? You it know was really the one person. I feel like they, they got they got framed <laughs> and, and, and set up. And these these are the people, right? Who who genuinely wanted a connection and a relationship and and love and and put themselves out there mm-hmm. and got manipulated. You know, traumatized, abused mentally, physically, mm. emotionally, like spiritually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They they were used, right? So I want to ask both of y'all: mm-hmm. Do we choose who we let into our space? Is that a choice? Absolutely. Mm. That's a choice. Y'all both agree. Love is a choice too, right? Yeah, love is a choice, and who we let into our spaces is definitely a choice. A little is different when you're, of course, young, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Good point, but bro. As an adult, yes. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, so if you choose who to let in your space, if you know somebody isn't good for you, you get a couple red flags, mm. right? Do you believe that we choose to ignore those red flags before because we feel like we can? fix the person or heal the person because of the amount of love we have mm. you know which which kind of leads us into the manipulation or being subject to or abuse or use mm-hmm. but do you do you believe we let me go back to that question i'm sorry yeah, you go <laughs> do you believe that we you know the people who really don't belong in our space mm-hmm. do you believe it's our fault Mm. Since it's a choice, like you said, not not younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But now, do you that. believe it's our fault? Should we be accountable for letting them into our space? Since it is a choice to let them yeah. in our space, and yeah. kind of chose to ignore some red flags because we have so much yeah. love in our heart capacity. Yeah. Right? We feel like we can fix them. Hey, I got enough love to go around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hug here, kiss there. I got that. You know what I'm saying? I love saying? that. In my so bag. why? <laughs> Yeah, do we choose to ignore the red flags and why though? Let me go people, first, Breeze. Go ahead. I, I'll go first. <laughs> I'll say absolutely. Mm-hmm. As an adult, absolutely. It's a choice. Um, 
And yeah, I'll answer that first part first. The loaded tater tots. I'm hungry. Go ahead, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to throw a tantrum right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's our choice. Okay, whatever, fine. It's our choice. Uh. Um, but you know, I just want to say sometimes. No, it'd be y'all fault too. No, but like the other person's fault. No, no, real talk, real talk. It is, it is our choice. We see the red flags. And, you know, we, we choose not to. And I think um, it's not necessarily because we think we got big love. That's, I would say, most mm-hmm. of the time it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can love this person. I can make them. They'll, they'll see my love for them and everything will be great. Mm-hmm. But I also think it has a lot to do with selfishness, the love that we want and we think we deserve. Mm-hmm. So it, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, if I give that person what they want, then I'll get what I've been looking for. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So, I, so it, it, I'm not saying... I feel like sometimes, yes, you give that love to that person because you're like, I just love them and I feel like they're going to be, as long as they know I love them, everything's going to be good. But then there's that part of you that's like, well, if I give them the love that I want, then they'll probably be the person that I need them to be. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like, I would say, once again, I can only speak for myself. I feel like there was a point, you know, where I was, like, dating somebody and I was like, I was in love with the possibility of him. Like, I was in love with the fantasy Ooh, of him, you know? Like, like the potential. I was like, oh, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm going to give him this and then I'm going to get this in return and we're going we're gonna to be good because I have a vision of how I want us to be. I have a vision of how I want us to be and I think that, you know, if I do this the right way, I can have that vision, but you know what I'm saying? So I think, I think I... I did love him, but I also mm-hmm. had like this part of me that was just being a little selfish, you know. Mm. I like that. I like that's that. perspective right there. Look at Puns. You good? Yeah. I'm good. We gonna? Can we leave the prison? Yeah, hey, we can leave the prison. Let's get out <laughs> of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we did our time. <laughs> the the is your heart in in the home? Is your heart uh, residing in the prison? Now we're gonna go to the third thing: the tomb, the grave. Yikes! So. You know, it's the, the tomb, grave, place of burial, mm-hmm. burial. You know, um, so it's almost like a self-assessment, man. Mm. You know, and this is a sad place for your heart to be. And uh, my heart goes out to to people like this, man. Where, you where? know, um, like the heart has been buried over time. Heart has been broken. You know, love is dead to Ooh. them. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just reached a point like when, like when did the love in your life die? Can you recall that time Ooh. that you just reached your breaking point? When did your love die? Ooh. Right? And self-assessment. When did your heart get broken and buried? Because the grave and the tomb is also a place where broken things get discarded. True. Right? Ooh. So... When did your heart get broken and buried? Can you recall that time or have you buried it so deep that you don't even remember no more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Become like, numb, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't feel no more. Wow. So I believe like the the tomb, like this resonance, if your heart's in this place, I believe like you reach a, a breaking point and this can be the effects of trauma. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I know people like this. For sure. I don't know if y'all do. You know what I mean? I feel like, um, you know, just a never-ending cycle of hurt, being hurt all the time. Like, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how many things you try to change, it just feels like 
you always end up hurt right uh, why do i always end up with a broken heart why am i always disappointed all the time no matter <laughs> what i do mm-hmm. right it's it just seems like there's no presence of love anywhere your your, your world is dark because mm-hmm. you're buried you know what i mean you really see no light you don't see no love nothing anymore right, right? So how do is this is for both of y'all, mm-hmm. right? You know, because this this when your heart is in this place, it's self-explanatory. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of buried. Walking dead. dead. Walking dead. So how do how do people get to this point? In your opinion, how does your heart get to this mm. grave, the tomb? Yikes! Uh, I think it's a combination of probably going through a series of all the things we mentioned prior. Or a combination of two or three and never really doing your, never seeking love and sticking to it. So Mm -hmm. when you don't seek love Mm -hmm. outside of like your experiences and circumstances, those things are designed to happen to get you to the tomb. Mm -hmm. Like this literally the purpose of it is to like for you to give up, you know what I mean? Have a heart and heart and die mentally, physically, spiritually, sadly, sometimes even physically that way. Um, so I think, like, it's a combination of... And it don't even, sometimes it can even just be one of those things that was super traumatic. Mm-hmm. And if you if those things happen to you and you don't experience true love, whether outside yourself, and that's why it's always good for people who do have love to spread it, because mm-hmm. you can be that person to... Uh, put some light that might put a crack on that hardened heart mm. and call and spark them to seek real love now on their own and that can prevent them from going to the tomb or if they're in the tomb already hmm I mean, might be able to open this joint up you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but to answer the question I feel like it's either a combination a series of all those things a couple of things or maybe just one of those things that was just real traumatic and uh, because love is a choice they didn't make the choice to seek Something better. It's easier said than done in this mm-hmm. world, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my view on it. I like it. What's up, Breeze? How how do people get to this point? In your opinion, like, uh, I agree with Pudge on that um, about seeking love. I also think that it takes a lot of self love. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. tend to think that they need love outside of themselves mm-hmm. because if you're not loving yourself, then you can't show somebody else how to love you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you you don't even know what you're asking that other person to give you because you haven't even been giving it to yourself. So it's like, and if and if you know what you're asking that person to give you, why can't you give it to yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, it goes, it goes hand in hand. And I just feel like, yeah, like, you have to really be like, you know what I'm saying? Like we said, forgiving yourself and being mm-hmm. understanding of self, understanding of your differences, that you're not always going to fit in, fit in here or there, but mm-hmm. there's other places where you will find your people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like right, right, right. everything isn't going to be, you know, like perfect all the time. But I feel like you got to truly, truly accept yourself and embrace yourself for all your differences, all your qualities, whatever your flaws. Because yeah. if you accept those flaws and you start to realize that you can change them, hey, if you, you don't go. accept them, then you're always going to be in denial. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like self-love is really important for you to avoid being in the tomb because if there's like Pudge said if there's a little crack of love if there's just like one crack of love then there's a spark a spark of hope in it Mm -hmm. you know hope and if that crack of love happens to be the love that you have for yourself that's good enough even more better even better if that's where it starts starts. so I feel like truly like yeah once again seeking love 
um, and being open to it, like Pudge said from the OG, but also like, yes, loving yourself, like understanding, like you're not alone. There's other people that feel like you too. You'll find your tribe. KKK. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's yeah, self explanatory. Like, like you said, I believe like the real love, you know, showing real examples of it, and how, mm-hmm. you know, you know, giving people that, that, that light. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can change some people's hearts, mm-hmm. right? But God has to ultimately do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we said crack. Like, you know what yep. I mean? We ain't yep. strong they enough. To, yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got to go on that journey style. themselves. Yeah. yeah, because it a lot of time has passed and their heart just can be buried and buried and buried. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know. Key, uh, case of a good uh, key word, like hope. It might just be that hope for them to go seek on their own. You yeah, know what I'm saying? absolutely. Oh, Give them the guidance, man. Yeah. Just the guidance. All right. So this this last place, I mean, it's a location. It's not really a place, but on a street where your heart can be. And this <laughs> one is like they're not in the home. The heart's not in the prison. It's not dead. Mm-hmm. But I kind of describe this one as, uh, yeah, just homeless. Like a wanderer. Like a wanderer, almost, right? Mm. So when you imagine a homeless person, right, we we walk by them every day, right? So in this case, just imagine a person who has a homeless heart Mm -hmm. holding up a sign asking for help, Mm. right? That's what the sign, I need help. I need some guidance, and I'm begging for and looking to be loved. Oof. Oof. But what do people do with the, the homeless people? They just walk right by them. Right, right, right. I don't got time for you. I don't got time to live. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the homeless people still out there. Bang. Got my sign. I'm looking for love. Like mm-hmm, any mm-hmm. amount of love you give me will do. Right? Mm. Because they, they've been in that place for however long. And after a while, you start to get hungry for love. It's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like almost starting to read a, reach a point of desperation. Gotcha. Right, you know, um, you know, and and like I said, the amount of love that they're they're seeking, mm-hmm. they may or may not appreciate it though, because we also seem homeless oh, people. Oh, right. yeah, you know, you know? say that because no more thing, but I don't want that. Like, right. yeah, that's, <laughs> some people are like, like that, and yeah. I, I say that to say this because it depends that's on good. their love capacity. That's a good one. Oh, goodness. Right, yeah. it depends on their love capacity. So if you show them this amount of love mm. and they can't handle it, you know, Ooh, whoa, can't even receive it. I thought you, yeah, can't even receive it because they don't have, you know, the cup to hold it. In, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I mean with the love <laughs> capacity. You know, but do you believe these people, like people in this position, do you believe they ultimately have hope for love? Do they want love or they want their hearts to change in general? Mm. Or they just want... That's a good question, actually. Love. For a homeless person. Uh, that's a good one. Because I feel like majority want love. Because mm-hmm. you think about, like, I think something that's interesting with homeless people, I was thinking about, like, what happened to get them there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. a lot of, like, there was this story back on, uh, around Cambridge in Massachusetts where, like, this guy was homeless around uh, the Harvard area mm-hmm. and someone actually sat down and talked to him one day and he's actually got like 
graduated from there and have mad degrees and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I say that to say, like, sometimes it's like, it's life choices mm-hmm. that can get you there. And sometimes, honestly, it's like, I feel like people like that is who we should show the most love to mm-hmm. because it's like, they're seeking for it, but I feel like they're just misguided. You know what I'm saying? So like some some way, somewhere in life, they just made a, a wrong turn because of a lack of knowledge mm. or um, just misguidance that the right amount of love can literally change their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I, I honestly believe homeless people be gifted as hell. Because mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, Especially if they start to have mental issues because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, people who are truly gifted and are misguided and not shown love, we're m- more capable of going crazy. You dig what I'm saying? Activity, yeah. I, you know what I mean? It's a powerful thing because it's like, it's one of those things, like like we say, God is love. And when you're a creative in that way, you're, you're designed to be a vessel. You know what I mean? So like as a vessel, if you're designed, uh, a perfect example of it, you know what I'm saying? Like we, watching the uh, the Easy documentary was pretty interesting because I'm just using him as an example. But like, there's a certain gift and anointing there that if you don't surrender that to the OG, you're gonna go mm-hmm. crazy because you weren't designed to do it without him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you literally is you're wired a way that's like it's it's heavy to try to do in your in, on yourself and in the flesh and not in spirit. So like, I feel like homeless people fall in that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, if to 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 answer your question, like I feel like. They're the ones that they need the most. If we can, we should show them the most because they it's it'll be a f- quicker return that can actually be more effective than someone that's already in a tomb mm. or that just has a hard heart on that. Because I feel like a lot of homeless people do have love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just once again misguided or just they don't, don't have, have a home. home. Yeah, yeah. permanent. Nice. All right, so you're going to have to, like, give me, re- say the question one more time because <laughs> I'm on the same track. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, people in this position, like the, the wanderers, you know, they, mm-hmm. they they want the love. Do you, yeah, what do I say? Do they want? Do they want love? Do they want or, love? Do they just, are they just craving love, wanting love? Uh-huh. Or do they, do they actually want the complete change. heart shift? Mm-hmm. Heart change. Do they love, craving love, or do they want a complete heart shift? I mean, I believe that they they do want love and crave love. I can't, but I can only speak from you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like definitely, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think they they're ex, they're expecting to get a mm-hmm. heart shift from whoever they come come in contact with. So I hear Pudge. I hear what you're saying, Pudge. You're saying like with the right amount of love, they could, they could change. So yeah. I feel like they're craving it and they want it, but mm-hmm. like, are they really looking for a heart shift? Like that's just it, I feel like they they it still might, comes down to the they choice. Might, yeah. yeah, their yeah. choice. Like I feel like they they might they might be okay with getting a taste of it for the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like when they're on mm-hmm. like the corner and they're asking for it, really like it feels mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It feels good to change. get a taste of love for the day. Oh like, yeah, ooh, and it's enough for oh, me yeah. tomorrow. Come back and sit on the same corner and try to mm-hmm. see it again. But is it what? Do you really, really want to change? That part. That's what. It, That's yeah. my thing. That so for so me, comes down to the yeah, I feel like yeah, they want it and they crave it, but do they? 
do they have the whole in, the whole embodiment of really really wanting the change mm. you know what i'm saying cuz mm. if you can if you can get a dose of something every day jeez like are you mm. really going to try to strive to have it long term like you know what i'm saying if you could get a taste every day like be if i can in itself, huh? yeah yeah if i can have a taste off your plate every day do i really need to worry about having a meal Ooh. you know what i'm saying like thought provoking <laughs> I like that. That is like a good that. one. Okay, Breeze. Okay, okay KK. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that was that was dope, man. That was definitely dope. So, mm-hmm. you know, y'all out there, you have to really. This is a self assessment, and and go back and please listen to uh, season seven. You know, all matters dealing with the heart, pen and pad podcast. Um, but yeah, you gotta really do a self assessment on yourself. Where is my heart? Where, mm-hmm. where, where, what place is my heart in currently? Not where it used to be. I remember right, when right I now. used to. No, me talking about <laughs> right now. Be honest with yourself, man. Yeah. Is it at a home, a prison, grave tomb, or is it homeless? Like, you gotta figure out where your heart is so you can. I want everybody to get a home. Hey, I want everybody to go home. Mm-hmm. That's my thing, man. But like you said, it's another another great episode. But it won't. It'll be an even greater episode if we do scenarios. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Scenarios. Here we go. Since we talked go. about pizza and tacos earlier, <laughs> don't ruin this. What would you do if you can win twenty five million? Would you eat twenty five tacos in under thirty minutes? 25 million? 25 million if you eat. 25, I said 25 times, mm-hmm. right? But like, how little are they? Like, are they like little like like this? Like, can I? They like, like the, the joints Breezy like, had? Like, yeah, like that? No, those were loaded. Those were not little. Yeah, those yeah, were yeah. loaded. I want, yeah, I like that. I cannot eat 25 loaded. of those. And 30 minutes for 25 mil, or would you eat two boxes of pizza in an hour for 50? Ooh. For 50 mil? Two yeah. boxes of pizza in an hour, easy. I'll trash that yeah. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. Bree's like, I want some pizza. I'm, 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 I'm so like, like tacos, cookie like they have all that stuff on the tacos, though. Like, if you think about tacos I had today, that's like, like be complete. Up. More filling than grease. 25. You could trash them. No, I could not. You don't think so? I couldn't even finish the three I had today. Uh, <laughs> what are you, you doing? You did only have two, huh? I couldn't even do that. Pizza, all full. Pizza, pizza's easier to eat. Man, I feel like somebody owed me 25 mil because... <laughs> Cause you said fifty million for two boxes. Yeah, fifty million. So I definitely ate a box piece by myself. I'm about to say this. Now. You did? Oh yeah. yeah. I'm greedy. I'm greedy. Are you serious right now? Sir, <laughs> are you serious? Mm, I'm calling I, somebody I don't, greedy. So don't deal with that greedy stuff. <laughs> Speaking from Mr. Greedy himself. See, the first I wanted to go to three different places for three different. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm still today. doing that too, real rap. But I eat the pizza though. But yeah, man, this is another great. Episode man, the season's finale. Season finale. Go back hey. and check us out. Uh, we have now completed season seven. We will be back mm-hmm. <laughs> to season eight. You know, definitely stay tuned. Catch up, man. We got like we said, we got mad seasons before this. But you already know what to do. Log on www.penandpadpodcast.com on all social media platforms, all podcast platforms. Please like comment and subscribe and share with how many breezy one two oh my god sing it 35 friends on the new york streets oh <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we can do that and where can they get the the hearts 
on apparel pod hey. with the merch. www.penandpadpodcast.com. Oh, man. And you already know, man, this this your host, Icky. Your girl, Kay. And Ash. Love y'all, man. Love See y'all. Love. See y'all next year. Indeed. This has been another great episode of Pen and Pad Podcast. Your heart, your healing, your podcast is worth it.